Welcome to the Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. Today is Friday, February 17th, and happy 60th birthday to Michael Jordan. You going to do this? Okay, fine. That's all I needed. That's all I needed for him to do that, and it, it became personal with me. I'm Doug Harding, and here are your top stories presented by Peggy Slappy Properties. Gwinnett police have identified a teenager who died after being shot on a Norcross area street. We get our Gwinnett sports update by Tom Wages' funeral home, and we have five events to get you out there this weekend. We'll have all of this and more on the Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. Hey guys, Wayne here with Peggy Slappy Properties. The team and I are ready to make the assist and help you find your next home. Serving Gwinnett County and surrounding areas for 40 years, our veteran lineup will make shopping for a house a slam dunk. Call us at 770-271-5555 or check us out online at psponline.com. Whatever your real estate needs, our team of experienced professionals is here to serve you. Buying and selling a home is more than just a transaction. It's our priority. Peggy Slappy Properties is a trusted market leader in the greater Gwinnett area for 40 years in counting. A 13-year-old boy has been identified by Gwinnett County Police as the teen who died after he was shot in the middle of a Norcross area street Tuesday night. Jaden Travis was shot on Windward Lane in unincorporated Norcross near his home. Police were called to the scene about 5.40 p.m. on Tuesday and found Travis Ling in the street. He was taken to a nearby hospital where he later died from his injuries. Police are continuing to investigate who shot Travis and why they shot him, according to Corporal William Wolf. The Gwinnett County Police Department Homicide and Crime Scene Investigation Unit spent the evening combing the area and interviewing neighbors. Anyone who has information about who shot Travis or why they shot him is asked to call detectives on Crime Stoppers, which lets tipsters remain anonymous. Drivers in the Lilburn area have a new place to go when they need to renew the tag on their vehicles. The Gwinnett County Tax Commissioner's Office announced a new tag renewal kiosk has been installed at the Kroger at 300 Five Forks Trickham Road in Lilburn. It is the ninth tag renewal kiosk in Gwinnett County. Vehicle owners can use a kiosk to renew their license plate without having to wait in a line at a tag office. It'll be available during the store's operating hours, which are 6 a.m. until 11 p.m. The kiosks accept debit and credit cards, and users will have to pay a small convenience fee to use them. The tax commissioner's office does have 24-hour kiosks at its Lawrenceville and North Gwinnett offices, in addition to the seven kiosks that are located in retail businesses. In many ways, the city of Lawrenceville and Lawrenceville First United Methodist Church have grown and developed together as the city was incorporated in 1821, making it the second oldest municipality in Metro Atlanta, and the church was established just two years later. As the church celebrates its 200th anniversary this year, Senior Pastor Adam Hildebrand is adamant that the city and the church continue their centuries-long connection through an innovative known as Lawrenceville First. Lawrenceville First UMC has offered a helping hand to a number of entities in the community, including homeless shelters, food cooperatives, and the schools in the central Gwinnett Cluster. The church, which was founded in February 1823 by the Reverend William Justice Parks, is focusing on its anniversary this month with special services each week. 
On the first Sunday of February, a confirmation celebration was held, and on the second Sunday of the month, Lawrenceville FUMC's community partners were invited to speak to the congregation. This Sunday, former Pastor David Chappelle, now senior pastor at Brentwood United Methodist Church in Brentwood, Tennessee, will return to preach, and a very special dedication is also planned. Hildebrandt noted that from 1904 until 1972, the church met in the building which now houses the Aurora Theater, which plays a role in the special ceremony. Six Berkmar High School students were chosen to display their ceramic artwork at this year's 2023 Georgia High School Ceramic Arts Awards and Symposium. The Georgia High School Ceramic Arts Awards and Symposium is an annual meeting of ceramic artists from around the state of Georgia. The symposium consists of a juried student exhibition and several hands-on workshops. The exhibition showcases ceramic art made by high school students from both public and private high schools throughout the state. The exhibition took place on January 21st at LaGrange College's Lamar Dodd Art Center and showcased art from students from 26 different schools. The GCPS students selected this year's symposium include the following Berkmar students. Evelyn Garcia, a junior, Jocelyn Pineda Tejada, a senior, Jocelyn Reyes, junior, Christine Vu, junior, Naishka morales Collado, junior, and Yolabeth Contreras, a senior. We sat down with Lauren Livesay and Colin Cappy, second-generation employees of Kia Mall of Georgia, and asked them what makes Kia Mall of Georgia different. We are family-owned and operated. Um, we have been here for going on 29 years. We take everything to heart here, and um, all of our hard work is what we put into it as a family. Not every other business has that. Been here in Buford for 25 years, selling cars to anyone that wants one. The reasons why you would come to a small family-owned dealership, you get that sort of family experience. Kia Mall of Georgia, making a difference in the lives of their customers. Go see them on the lot at 4180 Buford Drive in Buford or visit them online at kiamallofgeorgia.com. Everyone is worried about inflation, and for many on a fixed income, Tom M. Wages Funeral Service Prefunding Funeral Prearrangements allows you to beat inflation. Because we put your money in a trust, Tom M. Wages is able to guarantee your family will not have to pay the future costs of goods and services, regardless of how much it increases in the future. Prices will always go up. A sure way to save money and beat inflation is to prefund your prearranged funeral today. Let the family service professionals at Tom M. Wages in Snellville or Lawrenceville help you. Call Tom M. Wages at 770-978-3200 or email jim at wagesfuneralhome.com. Tom M. Wages, the most respected and requested funeral home in Gwinnett County. Hello, Canada and hockey fans in the United States and Newfoundland. The Gwinnett Daily Post is giving away a family four-pack of tickets to see the Atlanta Gladiators. Call 404-997-8655 and leave a voicemail for your chance to win four tickets to see the Glads. Now we get our GDP sports update presented by Tom Wages Funeral Home. And we're back with our Gwinnett Daily Post sports update presented by Tom Wages Funeral Home. And we have Gwinnett sports editor Will Hammock joining us. And Will, we've got a lot to talk about. We'll, we'll go ahead and start off with a little basketball talk as uh, it's been region tournament time. Yeah, the, uh, the region 7A, or class 7A regions in Gwinnett are already starting to count some titles this week. Uh, uh, got a couple more games coming on Friday. Brookwood Archer girls and uh, Grayson Newton boys are going to play for the region titles uh, Friday night. And 
I was at the uh, Region 8 uh, title games last night. Buford boys and Mill Creek boys had another battle. Uh, Buford boys pulled that one out 55-50. Uh, Chase Robinson had a big three-pointer in that one to, to provide the victory. And then the Buford girls uh, really overwhelmed. Uh, the, their pressure defense overwhelmed Central Gwinnett. And Buford girls gave the Buford the sweep of the region titles there in, in Region 8. Uh, over in Region 7, it was a sweep also. The Norcross boys and Norcross girls, of course, they're both uh, defending state champions as well. Uh, they, they swept the uh, region titles over there. For the uh, Norcross boys, it's kind of surprising as strong as they've been. They've won state and, and been a state title contender for the forever. And uh, this is their first region title in five years. They've been, uh, been in some tough regions and not quite got it done in the region tournament. So it, it was nice for them to get back on top in the region. And, of course, uh, it's two in a row for the Norcross girls. Uh, both those teams are powerhouses and, and gearing up for another state title run. It's funny how that works. Sometimes, you know, teams get hot at the right time and, and you may have success in the state tournament, but not success in the region tournament and vice versa. That's, but it's, it's always fun to watch these tournaments and to kind of see the state playoffs get set. Um, So that should, and the state playoffs should begin next week, right? Yes. Yeah, so it'll start on Tuesday and Wednesday with first round games and, uh, and we'll get rolling. There'll be a, a million Gwinnett teams in there. And, uh, and of course, a, a lot of them are going to make deep runs in the postseason. And now, are the championship games still in Macon, or have they moved those this year? They are in Macon, and they're doing the uh, the semifinals at, at neutral sites. So uh, our 7A teams will be at Georgia State. We'll have some uh, we'll have 6A over at West Georgia, and then our 3A teams will be down in uh, in uh, Fort Valley. So we, we, we kind of spread out for the semifinal round, and then everybody regathers at, at Macon for the, the championship games. Exciting times, and that'll be exciting opportunities for those teams to get to play semifinals on the college floor. We'll move over to some other news, and former Meadow Creek coach Tommy Lozano passed away this week. Yeah, so he was a great guy, really, really well-respected around here. He was, uh, he was a Meadow Creek's head football coach back when I first started uh, in the late 90s, and uh, really nice to me when I was a young reporter uh, coming out. He's a well-respected guy. He's also, he's a rare combination. He was a head football coach, a head soccer coach, a really good soccer coach, and uh, and also a very good science and chemistry teacher. So I don't, don't see that anymore uh, paired up out of a head football coach, but a uh, really, really beloved guy around here and uh, did a great job. Oh, went, went 20 years uh, without a non-losing record. So he was the last, kind of the last guy that had had success at Meadow Creek from uh, 1997 until to probably 2017 when Jason Carrera took over. So uh, did a really good, did a nice job over there, played a big part in Meta Creek Stadium getting built, raising money for that uh, over there, and uh, uh, really going to miss him. Just a real renaissance guy, it sounds like. I mean, football and soccer, definitely an interesting combination of coaching and, and just being a great science teacher. Definitely someone who will be missed. And, and uh, you know, our, our condolences to the Meadow Creek and family and, and his family. Yeah, just uh, just an awesome guy. I think uh, he's a guy that hopefully uh, people around here remember for the contributions he made, not only there, but at a lot of places. He was at South Gwinnett as an assistant. Uh, he was at uh, St. Pius for a while and really, really liked him there. So uh, definitely uh, with his, our thoughts are with his family at this tough time. Definitely he will be missed. We'll stick with football right now. And uh, a Buford player has committed to go to the Big Ten. Yeah, it's a, it's a sophomore. It's a, kind of an early commitment. Uh, Mantras Walker, he's a, is a linebacker, about 6'1", 215, a middle linebacker. Uh, he'll, he's going to be a big-time player over the next couple of years. Obviously, a lot of his football is ahead of him, uh, but he's already showed enough as a sophomore that he had, a, uh, I think, close to 20 offers already, uh, top top offers. He's going to be a, one of the, uh, the top sophomores in the country, I think, when it's all said and done. And uh, committing to the Michigan Wolverines, so he's going to 
he's going to play his, his ball up there. I had some great offers already, so I look forward to seeing him develop over the next couple of years and uh, and seeing what he can do. Uh, Buford's certainly got a lot, of, a lot of talent, a lot of young talent on that team as well, so they're not going anywhere anytime soon. Has to be an awesome feeling to be a sophomore and already kind of know where you're going to college and, and have that already kind of taken care of so you can kind of focus on just playing and just just winning state championships. So so good for him and, and excited to continue to watch his career at Buford. Yeah, it's good. It's a, it's kind of a it's nice thing for him to get it out of the way. But also you wonder when I was a sophomore, I don't know if I knew for sure what I wanted to do in the future. So uh, he might get some more offers that kind of change his mind here over the next couple of, couple of years. But uh, he may be rock solid on Michigan, too. You never know how, how it's going to go with the kids. So we'll see how that goes over the next couple of years. But look forward to seeing him play either way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And a great program he's committed to there. And we'll, we'll finish off with a little swimming talk. Longtime swimming and diving coach at Duluth has stepped down. He's retiring. Yeah, swimming and diving is one of those sports around here where the coaches tend to stay for a long time and, and at their jobs. And Jim Reason's kind of one of the longest. He's been uh, the head coach there at uh, Duluth for 24 years and uh, swimming and diving. He's, he's retiring from t- full-time teaching and coaching at Duluth and done a lot of great things. He's made that program. It's not really a, a traditional program like a, a Brookwood Park view where they're turning out tons of uh, year-round club swimmers. Uh, but he's made it into a competitive team, one of, one, of county's, one of the county's best and also competitive on the state level. Uh, by taking taking kids that are summer league swimmers or kids that don't have swimming experience and really turning them into swimmers and making that that program competitive. So he's got it on solid footing. Uh, Kaylin Dunn's going to take over as head coach. She swam for him uh, back in the day at, at Duluth. So she'll do a great job. She's been an assistant there and, uh, and maintain that program at a high level. Yeah, well, and I look forward to seeing what she does. It's always kind of nice when a former a former student gets to take over for the coach. Um, you know, I'm sure Jim did a great job, and, and I'm sure she will do a, a good job continuing on. Well, Will, as always, I enjoy talking with you, and hopefully we'll have a lot more good basketball stuff to talk about next week. Sounds great. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. Tis no man. Tis a remorseless eating machine. Arr. The GFWC Lowburn Women's Club is looking for local restaurants who want to come together and offer the community a sampling of their dishes. The club is set to host its first Taste of Lilburn event from 4 to 7 p.m. on April 29th at Salem Missionary Baptist Church's Heritage Hall. In anticipation of the event, the group is now taking applications from restaurants, bakeries, and chefs to have a booth at it. Anyone who would like to apply to have a booth at the event can find the application at tasteoflilburn.org. Applications are now being accepted for the award-winning Suwannee Youth Leaders, a nine-month leadership program led by the City of Suwannee. The program is a community-based leadership experience that focuses on developing young leaders through structured educational programs and team-leading activities. With a mission to empower young leaders to connect inside the community and make an impact outside the classroom, the program centers on civic involvement, leadership skills, and volunteer opportunities. Students will have the opportunity to participate in monthly learning sessions, including a two-day retreat, listen to guest speakers, attend field trips, and participate in several hands-on projects, including event planning and community service initiative. The class of 2023-24 will begin meeting in August of 2023 with new sophomores and juniors and will meet throughout the high school year until April 2024. The city will accept applications between February 15th and March 31st. 
Eligible students will be current high school freshmen and sophomores who live in the North Gwinnett, Petrie Ridge, and Collins Hill clusters, as well as homeschool and private school students who reside within those clusters. For more information or to apply, go to Sewanee.com. Gwinnett County Public Schools is looking for bus drivers. The Gwinnett County Public Schools transportation team transports over 133,000 students to school every day. GCPS also offers world-class training for drivers. You'll get commercial driver's license training from a team of professionals, all while receiving full pay and benefits. Earn up to $27.03 an hour and make the difference in the lives of students. To apply today, visit gcpsjobs.org drivers. Don't miss the Gwinnett County Public Schools Job Fair, Saturday, March 4th from 8 a.m. to noon at the Gas South Convention Center in Duluth. Gwinnett County Public Schools is hiring for all positions, including teachers, para-pros, bus drivers, custodians, food services, and all professional positions. That's the GCPS Job Fair, March 4th from 8 a.m. to noon. Visit gcpsk12.org jobs for more details. And now here's community reporter Matt Golden with five events to get you out there this weekend. Hello Gwinnett listeners, it's a beautiful February weekend and we have five events to get you out there this weekend. For additional events, please visit the GDP community calendar. First off, Sunday at 7.30 a.m. is the Swanee Half Marathon and Old Town 5K. The 9th Annual Swanee Half Marathon and Old Town 5K is presented by Performance Race Services along with the City of Swanee. These races will benefit the Swanee Public Arts Program. For more information, go to swaneehalf.com. This event will start at the Swanee Town Center Park on Town Center Avenue in Swanee. Saturday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., you can check out the Community Health Fair at Lenora Park in Snellville. You can visit with vendors, participate in health screenings, learn about ongoing community wellness activities for all ages, and win giveaways at this event. For more information, head over to GwinnettCounty.com. And also Saturday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., Slow Pour Brewing Company in Lawrenceville is hosting an Arbor Day celebration. The City of Lawrenceville will partner with Slow Pour Brewing to celebrate the city's recent Tree City designation. Meet the Tree City Board and help plant a new tree in front of Slow Pour. For more information, go over to LawrencevilleGA.org. Saturday afternoon at 3 p.m. at Still Fire Brewing in Swanee. It's Beats and Beers. Enjoy live music starting at 3 p.m. with a jazz saxophonist and the Atlanta Crawl Daddies second line band at 7 p.m. The brewery will have a special Hurricane Sour on draft with Hurricane Glasses for Sale and Marty McFly King Cake Ale plus New Orleans-style Cajun food, a make-your-own-mass crafts table, and free king cake. Check out the Beads and Beers Mardi Gras Party Facebook page for more information. Tonight at 8 p.m., tomorrow at 3 p.m., and then again at 8 p.m., and Sunday at 3 p.m. at the Eagle Theater in Sugar Hill. Come watch Strangers on a Train at Players Guild of Sugar Hill. Guy Haynes and Charles Bruno meet on a train, and because they are strangers, they think they can say anything while chatting. Bruno suggests that they could get away with murder. He could kill Guy's unfaithful wife, while Guy could eliminate his hated father. 
guy does not take him seriously, but Bruno is deadly serious. This is based on the classic film by Alfred Hitchcock, which starred Farley Granger and Robert Walker. For more information, check out ci.ovationticks.com. Hopefully some of those events pique your interest, and maybe I'll see you out there this weekend. Have a fun and a safe weekend, Gwinnett County. Hey, what are you doing? I'm adding to my Pinterest boards. There are so many great Pinterest ideas out there. I don't know which one to start first. I know what you mean. That's why I made plans to go to the Georgia Pinners Conference at the Cobb Galleria on March 24th and 25th. The Georgia Pinners Conference? What's that? It's the one event where creative, passionate do-it-yourselfers go to attend classes taught by the best Pinterest presenters from all over the nation. There are over 100 classes showcasing the most popular Pinterest trends, and the best part is that you can make and complete your projects right then and there. Plus, there's over 200 vendors showcasing their new products for the year. That sounds like something I definitely want to attend. I know! This is going to be so much fun! The Georgia Pinners Conference, the Cobb Gallery on March 24th and 25th. Go to ga.pinnersconference.com to register and sign up for classes you're most interested in. But hurry, classes fill up fast. That's georgia.pinnersconference.com. Gwinnett County Public Schools is looking for bus drivers. The Gwinnett County Public Schools transportation team transports over 133,000 students to school every day. GCPS also offers world-class training for drivers. You'll get commercial driver's license training from a team of professionals, all while receiving full pay and benefits. Earn up to 27.03 an hour and make the difference in the lives of students. To apply today, visit gcpsjobs.org drivers. Thanks again for listening to today's Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. Did you know over 50% of Americans listens to podcasts weekly? Make sure you join us for our next episode and be sure to share this podcast on social media with your friends and family. Add us to your Alexa flash briefing or your Google home briefing and be sure to like, follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a production of BG Ad Group. Darren Sutherland, Executive Producer. Doug Harding, Creative Director. Jacob Sutherland, Director. Producers Jason Gentarola and Matt Golden. And Jin Rei Zhang, Video Producer. All rights reserved.